before I die. Oh yeah, yeah. I don't wanna rest. Shorty wanna kids. Tell her early on. I just wanna hit. Rubber band wrist. Snap me like a pig. Runway in my model. Catalog of sits. See me rolling Tupac. I'ma get it on my own. Had to move away to get me closer to the ocean. Seashell. Had to get it myself. At the house since a young and I've been paying my bills. For the longest, I don't need you. All you niggas see through. Round up motherfuckers. I can wait through. Too much money to be making. Need it wide. Work for myself like all you niggas sign it. Look at you probably can Google me, eh? Dr. Bob, what did you do to me, eh? Wake up like, what are you doing today? I'm making first to economy, eh? I'ma go back to hiatus. If these juice won't play this, might die, might die. RP to my day. Welcome back to the Cohort Sports Report. A very somber episode, I should say. I don't know about you guys, but you guys were just expecting a, a, a season of tanking, right? Uh, once Jimmy G went down. Uh, sure. Yeah. You are you see. are you happy flying with the two pick? Uh, I think it's the best. I mean, we 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 were we were at five two weeks ago, so yes. Yeah. I was bracing halfway <laughs> through today. I was like, oh shit, they're gonna be the three pick. Well, they, the thing is with the, the with Arizona is that they don't have a left tackle, and supposedly there's a really good left tackle in this next draft. Williams, of, is it? I don't know. I think it's out of Alabama or something yeah. like that. So maybe they'll go that round instead of it, so we get Bosa. But I think Bosa or, J- or Josh Allen, unless somebody just blows him away with like some Rams trade to the like Redskins trade to like the what the fuck. As long as someone blows them away like the Redskins did with the Rams mm-hmm. a few years ago, like with the Robert Griffin, it, that they should go with Bosa or Josh Allen. Hmm. How are you? Don't forget about Ed Oliver. I'm, I've been better. Ed Oliver. Uh, yeah, dude's, that dude's falling out of the top <sighs> ten already, and they haven't done anything. Um, that That is Brennan Flanagan and Matteo Polverari joining me. Uh, We're well, back. I Yeah, after a long break, <laughs> an un, just an uh, abrupt break. Did you hear back. what Terry Bradshaw said on today? It's no, the, not Terry, Maybe it was Michael Strahan. What did he say? One of the guys on the – pregame show that they said if the if the Steelers don't win don't make the playoffs it'll be the most talented roster we've seen in the last 20 years and not make the playoffs maybe maybe on the offensive side because it's Ooh. pretty lopsided there's not a whole lot of defensive talent past the, the D-line and Bradshaw hasn't really been that good with Tomlin right like he's always been pretty critical he's pretty me. critical it's safe to say yeah so how was your guys Christmas good yeah was, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. my mom gave me a Put help me out with my deposit for my new car. Oh, that's good. That's always nice. Got my car keys and my khakis. Yeah. <laughs> Mateo, how are you doing? Everything's yeah, everything's been good. Just my, surviving the retail life. That's Just good. got one more holiday to get through. <laughs> Again, one more. Thank you for the proper twelve. Oh yeah, what do you? Yeah, thank you. What do you got? What do you guys think of proper twelve? I smooth. like it. It's smooth. Yeah, it's, no, it's really like, impressive. It's not like my buddy Jamo though. My buddy Jameson okay. and I were good. As but, you, um, you made noises after the shot. The the shot before we take before we hit record. You yeah. have to. I did this <laughs> well, you got it, man. You got to get down. I'm so anyway. soft with the liquor that it's still like. Even though it's I work in the alcohol department, I'm yeah, it's still like. Like sitting here, I was like, "Oh man, I need to I'm get just, my wraps in." It feels uh, <laughs> I could just feel that layer sitting on my tongue. It was just, um, 
Yeah, my Christmas is all right. Thanks for asking. Uh, oh, lost, how was your Christmas, Jeff? I, I lost my voice the day before Christmas Eve, so I woke up and it was ten times worse uh, than what you're hearing you now. And Santa's no, <laughs> this was this is the best my voice has sounded in a week. Did you do a, a show week. after? So we didn't do a show. Should have like just done a just like I a thought silent about doing. I thought about doing a show on Wednesday. Sign language show. Like, oh, yeah, no, sign language. Yeah, there you go. That would have been super effective. Or just like. Original. Uh, I've been yeah. original. Thought about doing the show last Wednesday, and my voice was just absolute garbage. So I had to wait and uh, rest it up. And this is, I think it's almost there. It's almost. If not, you know, then hey, I went through puberty and I'll take it. So I can't complain. Uh, great show today as we kick off. Uh, we're not doing like a best of because we haven't been around that long. And I just don't have that type of technology. Uh, so we are going to be previewing, or previewing, we're going to be doing winners and losers. Uh, Tim Brown's going to join us for a stat of the day. We're going to recap week 17. We're going to take a look at the NFL playoff picture and the matchups that are going on. We will also take a look at the draft order because these guys were mentioning about it earlier. Uh, one last time, Mateo will take us down the greatest hits of fantasy football players by each position, whether he's prepared or not. Oh, God, and I'm then, not prepared. Well, better start thinking. And then we will wrap it up, per usual, with the pop culture update. All right? So with that being said, let's uh, – oh, shit. New, uh, new, new thing we're going with. Our word of the day segment is now, it's not sponsored by Urban Dictionary, but we're pulling it from Urban Dictionary. Thank so God. Flan, Flan didn't like how intellectual <laughs> and how smart those other words were that we were using. So yeah, we're going to dumb it down. Trashier words. We're going to dumb it down at first. All right. Yes. So word of the day, and then we'll get the rest on the on the way. Word of the day. You keep using that word. I don't think it means what you think it means. The Urban Dictionary Word of the Day, or I should say, they don't sponsor this segment, so it should just be the Word of the Day, which we happen to pull from Urban Dictionary, is from Christmas because they have not updated the site since. Marginal. Uh, and I can't believe, I, I, I can't help but believe that was because of what the president said to that kid on the phone, which is pretty ballsy. Uh, marginal. Word describing a friend that is a taker and not a giver, someone that never shows up or pays for the tab or helps in any way, not a true friend. Again, not exactly, that's not really what marginal means, no. but uh, that's according to Urban Dictionary. Well, that's so. such, it's so different compared going from what we were using before to Urban Dictionary. Right, yeah, just like completely go and relax on this, but you know, it's the holiday season and we're just, we're just going to take it easy. We're just going to chill, we're going to enjoy it. We're going to see what, what the feedback is. If they want more, UrbanDictionary.com Words of the day, or if they want to keep it intellectual and expand their vocabulary, so feel free to input or put put your input into the show. That's what we're getting at. All right, now it's time for some winners and losers. There are winners. I'm by winning. Winner, winner, ultimate winner. Wow, winning. And there are losers. Losers, 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 losers. Winners and losers. As we return back from our break, uh, first up on the winners list, I am saying the uh, college football bowl season thus far. Have you guys been paying attention to any of the bowl games? No. Nah. Okay. <laughs> honest. Very honest. Bama <laughs> gave up some points. Yeah, that was. I yeah. was like, oh my gosh, well, they gave up a couple touchdowns. I was gonna start small and then work our way big. I'm, okay. th I'm talking about like the Bahamas Bowl, where Florida <laughs> International beat Toledo 35-32. Oh, that's exciting. Uh, how about the Birmingham Bowl? Wake yeah, Forest 37, Memphis 34. That was a good one. Yeah, yeah, I was into that one. How about Army in the Armed Forces Bowl hanging 70 points on Houston? You uh, can't figure out the fucking no. That's Navy. That's a triple option. My bad. I take that back. Uh, yeah, so that that happened. And then uh, <laughs> we had a bowl canceled, just a game in general. The Boise State and uh, I saw that. Boston College did not get to play in the first responder bowl. weather? Yes. And then we had some bowls that probably should have never been played at all, such as the Cheez-It Bowl. Uh, such which as the two BCS tile games? TCU. <laughs> BCS, what are you talking about? Or playoff games, whatever. Bro. 
Uh, TCU finished that, won that game ten to seven over Cal. There were seventeen points scored in that game. Oh and this was this God. was a popular one on Twitter. There are sixteen flavors of Cheez-Its. There were seventeen total points scored in that bowl game. So everyone had fun with that on the interweb. Uh, I thought Cal was gonna win that game. I did too, Sucks. but uh, you know they they did not. <laughs> uh, yeah, unfortunate. Then the Alamo Bowl, Washington State, number 13, Washington State beat number 24, Iowa State, 28-26. That was a good game. We saw the highlights of that one. We went to Osceola's Flam. Yes. And then uh, my favorite bowl thus far, the Peach Bowl, the Chick-fil-A Peach Bowl, number 10, Florida, kicking the shit out of number 7, Michigan, yeah. 41-15. You know what's great about that is that uh, Jim Harbaugh is overrated, so we can just come to that agreement right now. Uh, God, I thought that was an incredibly hot take, and now after that, I just I don't even know what to think with it. Florida's him. offense is not like nothing to write home about. Like it's it's very. Is it it's, fair to just say they didn't give a shit? It's <laughs> above average. Well, I'm just saying. Like I was watching it this whole time, and I was thinking to myself, I was like, this was a playoff. This was supposed to be a playoff team. Like regardless of the fact you have your middle linebacker sta- your star middle linebacker sitting out. Like make your star passers has been top five in the next draft. Okay, whatever. So your offense was still in there. Like Shea Patterson was. He's supposed to. Shea Patterson Har- not good. Harbaugh's supposed to be a quarterback whisperer, and you got Shea Patterson. You'll put up ten points against the Gators, and the Gators yeah, lost three times in the SEC. Offense. They trash. All right, I'll let you know. I'll be the first one. This Gator season was a disappointment. I'm happy that they won the fl- uh, Chick Fil A Peach Bowl, but it's like, hello, let's get to the playoffs, you know. And Michigan, uh, if if this was but spo- I just I it was supposed to be a playoff team. Like, nah, I don't I don't, I did not buy that at all. What did you guys? Well, they're always they're o- they always play like that. After they get smoked by Ohio State or they lose a close one. Every time they play Ohio State, they just deflated and they Did don't I care anymore. Yeah, that's directly say, false just, on coaching then well god but really do you even if you're even if you have the best coach and you're like motivating them they went from ohio state was a playoff game ohio state was a bowl game for everything that meant for them to get stomped as bad as they did against ohio state why would they care especially with the gap in between what does it mean if they win this bowl game and then also the their two their yeah. best their their running back money, starting yeah. running back sat out and they had an offensive lineman sit out. I hear a and whole, whole lot of excuses, though. You're just saying that because Florida didn't sit anybody. Nobody, nobody. Oh, I know, and that's what I'm saying. This was not a Gator team to write home about. So the fact that they were number ten was just kind of a flaw in the voting system, and probably like due to strength of schedule. Well, there's always been, well, that's a, it, that's the biggest flaw of the whole thing. Is, I mean, the strength of schedule. I mean, what was that? Did you see the thing today that Notre Dame in their last six bowl games that like meant something? They've gotten smoked in every game. Yeah. It's because they, they win every game because they don't play any really strong competition. Well, they're they're same thing. Same, like same with average. Michigan. They, yeah. they mean you you play a decent you play a decent Notre Dame team and then you just kind of just cruise through until you face Ohio State and then all of a sudden and you struggle. So if you win if you win eight games in a row in college football, no matter who it is, you're gonna be in the top fifteen in college football. Yeah, I mean UCF did that. Well, it's funny that you bring that up because as we preview. Oh, well, quick, let's not pass over the college football semi-playoffs. Um, shocker, Notre Dame got smoked. And then Oklahoma. I, t- I told the CarMax guy, like, put your life savings on Bama. They're going <laughs> to. And then Oklahoma kept it close with Alabama. All I'm saying is that the people who are making the argument. Actually, that, that, was, that was a bad call, though, because it was a 14-point spread, and they won by 11. So. Oh, man, I hope that CarMax yeah. guy. Yeah, <laughs> we hope. Sorry. At least you got the sale. <laughs> but I'm saying this was a Michigan team that was ranked five. Or that was seven. Who Who's five right now? Oh, they still have yet to play. That's Georgia. So I'm Oklahoma kept this game close, and, or at least in the second half, they mounted the comeback to, keep, to make it closer than it was because at first they were getting smoked uh, as predicted. But, yeah, Notre Dame was just way too slow for Clemson. Mm-hmm. 
Um, and Clemson's really good. And I, I think what's funny is that, like, again, college football has managed to suck us into this hole of keeping it interesting, and then we get spit out with, oh, it's Alabama-Clemson in the championship game. You've known that now for 16 straight mm-hmm. weeks. And we get, and guess what? all over yeah, again. Right? And it's just – and it's so regional, too. Like, I mean, obviously, sports fans, we're going to watch because we, we care, we're curious. But it's like this is only going to sell down in the south. Like, where are those two schools? Boom, right there in the in the south, you know? And it's just – I mean, obviously in places that don't have professional football, so it's going to blow up. But I won't say the system's broken, but the system is sure stuck on repeat. What what number? Uh, this is their fourth or fifth straight time meeting, in whether it's the championship game or the playoffs. Jeez. So it's just, it's like, wow. I, I will say from the standpoint, which I really like is that the quarterback play is going to be really good. Like, both sides are loaded at quarterback. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. What do you guys think of Lawrence? I like him. He's gonna be a number one pick in twenty twenty one. He throws with like I just I only saw it's, the he's cu- like six six. Yeah, the in, the anticipation he throws with is six, really five. impressive. Yeah. So and then Tua is just where his ball placement is. That's also he's awesome. I'm tired that. of Tua. I'm tired of him. All right, I get it. He's good. I'm tired of him. He's he's yeah. I, th- I think Trevor Lawrence is better. I think like in next year and the year after he's gonna be better than Tua. But yeah, like Tua's better. Tua's mobile. Tua's, but they, Tua's yeah. really year, good you're gonna be watching two potentially two number one picks play Going at it yeah. next week. Uh, but and nothing screams college football final like Santa Clara, California. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I saw that tweet too. Yeah. Right? Uh, <laughs> I that was funny. Tomorrow there are six bowl games: the Fiesta Bowl, LSU, and UCF taking squaring off against each other. The Military Bowl between Cincinnati, Cincinnati, Virginia Tech, the Sun Bowl, Stanford and Pittsburgh, the Red Box Bowl between Oregon and Michigan <laughs> State, the Liberty Bowl, Box. Oklahoma State <laughs> versus Missouri, and then the Holiday Bowl, uh, Northwestern versus Utah. So so far. The X uh, video. Oh, oh, and the Gator Bowl. Excuse me, I missed that one. That's NC State and Texas A&M. You think so we'll ever get a Pornhub Bowl? No. X video. Oh, that, that would be <laughs> unreal. That would be awesome. I would go to that. <laughs> that would be awesome. Uh, get a t-shirt. Oh, that, they, those t-shirts. Those t-shirts would sell out so <laughs> fast. And then your New Year's your New Year's bowls on Tuesday are the Outback Bowl with Mississippi State. I guarantee State and you, Iowa. you'd have like. Barstool Sports, like, ho- like going over there and doing a whole, like, pregame they for that. Would, that'd be headquarters <laughs> for Those that. Those two would do, a, collabor- for the do a collaboration for sure. Citrus Bowl uh, when you got Penn so State versus funny. Kentucky. Rose Bowl between Washington and Ohio State. And then the Sugar Bowl between Texas and Georgia. Um, so I would just want to point out so I far. I think that Texas-Georgia game could be a good one. One and one with my dark horses because the University of Miami was a dark horse that I, I stated, and they pooped the bed in their in their bowl game. But Florida won, and we see Oklahoma State squaring up against Missouri in the Liberty Bowl. Repeat of the Does Cotton K- Bowl Has Kentucky already played? No, they play. If you you talked right over me, they're playing on uh, New Year's Day. Okay, Citrus Bowl. I'll be watching that yep, one. Yep, that's a big Kentucky one for Niner fans. Yeah, I'll be watching yeah. that <laughs> Why? Josh Allen. Josh Allen. Oh, I was going to say, you guys really hyped off Benny Snow? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And come yeah. on in and fix everything. Yeah. All right. Well, uh, yeah, so bowl season thus far has been a hit, I will say, and we will continue to watch that as we move forward. We'll have some more reaction over the past two days on Wednesday's show. Uh, let's move over to some losers. So it was week 17, and that means that coaches are getting fired as soon as that game goes triple digits or triple zeros. Uh, two coaches that got canned today. Todd Bowles is done at, uh, is done with the New York Jets after four seasons, and Dirk Cutter is fired from the Tampa Bay Bucks after three seasons. Uh, which guy, in your guys' opinion, has a better chance of getting a job sooner? Oh God! Another head coaching job. Who is potential? Who has a potential to get another head coaching job? Dirk, and just because he's on the offensive side of the ball, because he's white. 
<laughs> you think he's better on the offensive side of the ball? That's the only reason. Yeah. I mean, well, I, he had a quarterback. He had Winston, and I, then he also I, had and he wasn't running his offense. Both guys aren't. I mean. I he, think I think Todd Bowles because he had a pretty crappy GM with the Jets. Yeah, he also he did. didn't have a roster. Look at the wide receivers yeah. that he was messing with. That's what I'm saying. Cotter had all that talent on and the offensive Moss. side of the I ball. I just think that we've seen a lot of crappy Hugh Jackson, a lot of crappy guys that are bad, and then they go somewhere and they turn an offense around, and all of a sudden, because it's an offensive league, but, they're back in that position. But yeah, those two are not going to get another head coaching no, job. They, they, they have to prove themselves as a coordinator again. If they well, you know, do it's it. obviously going to be years down the road. But I was just curious. Which I one think Todd Bowles. They, they had they were a seven win team last year, weren't they, or something like that? Jets. Yeah, something like. I that. mean, he kept them competitive. Yeah, I mean, I th- I I thought he will. I yeah, know. I thought. He, uh, yeah, I think Todd Bowles is the one that would be more because he had the other guy, Jameis Winston. He had. He has some players, uh, Deshaun Jackson, Mike Evans, Godwin, yeah. Humphreys. I mean, yeah, they look loaded on the, the list. Goes on, end. man, and they did not and, perform at all. And the worst thing for him, and the big one was that he said that he, when that game where they imploded, he said he took the offense away from Hoskins, and he ran the offense. And if that's your offense, and you know you're pulling quarterbacks, that looks terrible, awful. All right, uh, so. One second here. We're going to connect with Tim Brown to get his feedback on uh, on some other loser, winners, losers lists, and, uh, and then we'll clear it for Tim Brown's side of the day. So one second here as we connect with Tim. Timothy, are you there? Yes, sir. All right. Uh, Tim Brown joining us on the show. Tim, how was your Christmas real quick? It's great. How about your guys's? Christmas was awesome. Yeah, playing like I got, a, I got a Nerf basketball hoop. <laughs> oh, <laughs> I got a Red I'm Rider BB gun, Red Rifle Action BB gun. You got BB no gun. playoffs for the football season. Oh, but you did get a Florida Gator bull win over yeah. Michigan. So I just yeah, we were just talking about that. I said Jim Harbaugh is overrated. Also, now that we have Tim on the on the phone, uh, Mateo is going to be joining the league next year. We'll give a quick shout out to Bobo. Um, for winning the Cohort Sports Fantasy Football League, the inaugural season. He'll get his money when everybody turns in their league fees because I still got to hunt people down for that. <laughs> but uh, I can't believe... Do I want I can't be Yes. I can't believe we let somebody who we call Bobo win our fantasy football league. So that is shame on all of us. Shame. Well, shame. if I'm being honest, I got a four-foot trophy and 360 bucks in a different league that I was focusing on, which is my last season in that league because oh, okay. of my brothers in that league and a couple other friends that we grew up with and it just got really really bad this year so i'm going Ooh. out on the high note oh so that means you can concentrate your energies on this league next year because it's it, I, I might double the prize money i might i might double the entrance fee up the ante so people take it a little bit more seriously so we get bucks no that's a a, that's way too much you need to share no. that story i want to know it, what it happened in that league a trophy <laughs> or a shirt or a jersey i'm not interested money's cool but money comes and goes I want the like. I want the trophy, dude. I I'm gonna take. You. I'm gonna <laughs> take a plastic feel. I'm gonna take a plastic football holder, right? Like a plastic. You know, one of those mm-hmm. old school pl- uh, holders. And then I'm gonna take a Nerf football, and I'm just gonna spray paint both of them gold, glue it together, and call that the trophy. All right. I, Suck I on would that. be down for that. <laughs> Maybe write in Sharpie, just champ <laughs> across it. Um, dude, that'd be great. All right, Tim. So we are bringing you on to speak on. Uh, so there's a couple things. For next up on the loser list, I have because if you're a Dodger fan, you say goodbye to Yasiel Puig and Matt Kemp. Am I crazy for saying that they should be on the loser list because of that trade? What what do you make into that trade? Um, the prospects are both studs. Puig is going into arbitration year after this year, so I'm not super mad about it. It opens up money for Kluber or 
quote unquote Harper because Harper's gonna sign there. I don't believe it, but um, I'm not super mad. You know, Puig has been a great player, but following, um, oh, I'm such a bad fan for not remembering the hitting coach. Uh, but following him to Cincinnati just makes sense for Puig. I mean, that's just their match made in heaven for each other. The Reds are kind of stocking up uh, some old names now. If you're saying that Puig's kind of on the on the decline because they got Puig, Kemp, and then they also signed Harvey to the, uh, Kemp. the extension, correct? Or is Harvey not? I mean, is Kemp not going to be on the Reds? Is he not not a part of that? He's definitely old. Puig, I think, still has a few years in him. I mean, we'll see what he does in Citizens or not. Is it Citizens Bank? Is that no? The, it's uh, uh, gosh, what is? Did Route 66 run through Cincinnati? No. Oh, okay. Well, it does now. <laughs> it does now, baby. So I, that's a great line. I did not even think about it, but it's definitely a ballpark. It's a hitter's ballpark. So we'll see what numbers he puts up there. He should put up some good numbers. And it'd All be right, cool so. to see him not like split time too, and be like fully playing every day. Flan, as exactly. A, Flan, as a It'll Giants fan. Oh, sorry, Tim. Flan, as a Giants fan, are you happy that you don't have to see Yasiel Puig's face nearly as much anymore? Yeah. Okay. Of course. Thank you. Thank you for that input. All right, uh, Tim, next up on the list uh, for losers, I don't know. Uh, it's just a tough task. They were one of my dark horses this year, and they ended up getting their asses whooped in the bowl game. Uh, Mark Richt has retired at the University of Miami, and Manny Diaz is in. Do I, uh, do I have this correct, putting them on the loser side of the winners and losers? Uh, where did you learn about Manny Diaz becoming the head coach? You, sir. I'll give you Thank credit you. now. Thank yes. you for that. Because uh, I, initially, I initially was going with the report that he went to Temple, and then, yes, Tim told me, and then all of a sudden – uh, I got the alert on my phone uh, from ESPN magically because you know everybody's listening to you through those things. But yeah, so Tim, uh, what what's up? What's the deal with that? Back to back bowl losses to Wisconsin is horrible. Just that big, fat, slow Big Ten offensive style. With that being said, I was stoked to hear Manny Diaz was coming back as the head coach. Yeah, I heard Rex Ryan. There was a couple. <laughs> the know, Rex Ryan one was great. Oh, yeah, they're saying there's a couple old, uh, I can't remember the exact word, but, like, really big Miami players who are pulling for that. Um, <coughs> Ray Lewis, uh, <coughs> Ed Reed, uh, not that they won a Super Bowl with his defensive coordinatorship in Baltimore or anything, but Manny Diaz, he brought the turnover chain to Miami. I am stoked that he's the head coach, period. That's it. I think the linebacker core comes back, and – that's going to be a great sign for Miami going forward that they're hiring with him. And, you know, he brought the original cool turnover chain, right? The one with the big gold, uh, gold links. And then the giant U emblem, not the stupid jeweled out Sebastian, the Ibis one that they went with this year. Uh, I don't know what you're calling stupid. We'll see August 31st, how many times that thing comes out. Um, but I know. Cause I like the, really I like cool the original chains. chain. I like yes, the original the chain. Cuban link was his idea. Yeah. He is, you know, he's the Scarface of Miami <laughs> football. Yeah, not the like not said, the racist August, interpretation of Hollywood. Yeah, right. And like I said, August thirty first of next year, we'll see how many times it comes out in Orlando. Okay. Don't you feel bad for Temple? Think of Temple. No, no. <laughs> it's not this fair. Is, this is think Miami of Little Temple. This is Miami getting back at. They could have had anybody, and they had a poach from Temple. <laughs> no, screw them. They gave us Al Golden. Temple, Temple is actually, there's been a history. If I'd done better homework, I could have provided names, but I've heard this mentioned across a couple different sports talks landscapes where uh, Temple has been a launching pad for coaches' careers. You make a stop. Like I in, said, yeah. Al Golden. 
Well, okay, I was gonna think a little bit better than that, <laughs> Golden. But yes, do we'll you think stay, Manny we'll got any temp- temple gear? Do you think he has a couple hats? What do you think he got for swag? Just just generic Under Armour. That's what he's got. Temple got four mil for a Miami form, so I'm not too mad at them. I mean, give up the money, right? Yeah. All right. Next up on the winners losers list, uh, the UFC 232 happened last night. Uh, I unfortunately only saw the main event between Jones and uh. Gustafsson which was an interesting fight. Uh, Tim, can you review the card for us very quickly? I did not pay attention. Okay. All right. That's good. Uh, that cyborg this, fight looked uh, like a good one, though. Yeah. Nunes, Nunes I, leg- won in I like legally ordered seconds. it. I, we ordered it. Overhand uh, right we paid was for it. Ridiculous. Oh, okay, Mateo, tell us about the card then. Shout out to I, Mateo for that one, by the way. Sorry for interrupting, but Mateo on his Snapchat, the Nunez highlight was. Flawless. Oh yeah, you Good got job, that. My friend. Yeah, damn. Congratulations. Dude. All I cared about was the Nunez fight and the John Jones fight. That was really it, and Nunez was incredible. Yeah. Uh, shout out Uriah Hall for a beautifully timed counter right oh, hand yeah. for a comeback KO. That guy, he still has the most devastating knockout I've ever seen in UFC history. If you don't know what it is, look it up. UFC. Ultimate Fighter, he landed, a, I want to say it was a spinning roundhouse to the head, and this dude was out for a solid minute. It was disgusting and beautiful at the same time. Uh, BJ Penn got tapped, didn't he? <laughs> did you see that submission? Did he do the submission, or did he get tapped? He got tapped, but did you see Ooh. the dude pull the submission? No. Which which kind of submission was it? It was uh, a nori roll to a heel hook, and it was just... Oh my goodness! Like one I would the, one of the ones that I don't know what it looks like. Damn it! All right, so it I can't was have one it where I would love to be put in that just to say that I got tapped out because of it. <laughs> okay. Just like yes, I that was me. I tapped. It sounds yep. painful. It. I'll I'll find it and I'll send it to you. Uh, please do. All right. Uh, last up on the list here. This is kind of indifferent. We just kind of want your opinion before we get to the Tim Brown stat of the day. Uh, the Rams playoff chances, and I just want to know about the Rams because they are your 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 beloved team. Your your football allegiance lies with the Los Angeles Rams. Uh, their strengths and weaknesses, and then how far do you see this team going? You can give a unrealistic fan take or biased fan take. You can give a realistic expectation, but I want to know the strengths and weaknesses from uh, a, a Rams perspective. Um, back to two thirty two, real fast. I hate John Jones for calling okay. out DC for the third time. Get over it. You beat him twice. Well, no, he's we old. we texted about he's that old. earlier. Yeah, we, we texted, did. But because he's old. I get it. Whatever. You cheated twice, or you got caught cheating. Whatever you want to say. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. I'll fill these you guys in on it real quick. You still won the fight. I don't care. I I told if Tim you earlier. If you fight him again, DC's not coming back to light heavyweight. I Leave told, it. I texted Tim earlier. I I could see Jones because he got popped both times after he fought DC. He wants to fight him one more time to beat him. And while he's clean to put to put all the naysaying aside, because DC's just as obsessed with John Jones mm-hmm. as John Jones is with DC. He calls him out on the steroids and the and the drug testing and all this good stuff that's going on. And it's just like I could see a super fight happening, but then the UFC would jeopardize the whole fight that they have going with DC against Lesnar. Because now that Jones has light heavy, have DC and John Jones fight for each other's belts. I just hope they take How off testing. Be- just just get rid of the testing with Lesnar and John Jones. You have you have so many. Things that could get in the way with oh, those well, two. Lesnar v. v Jones and just let him do just, dope. Just, that would be awesome. You, they don't care. I mean, yeah, I, I let him be dope. I, I guess Joe Rogan's podcast had like a legitimate reason that that Jones could have. It was been. take a grain of salt and then split it into fifty million mm-hmm. pieces, and then if one of those pieces got picked up, so it was trace amounts, and it's just because testing's gotten too good. Mm-hmm. Did you hear about what Diego Sanchez said? No. What did he say? If John Jones had uh, 
the equivalent of a 50 millionth of a grain of salt, then Brock Lesnar has a break. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, and that's just permanent. That's just stuck inside of him. There's nothing he could do to get rid of it. Yeah. And yeah. if, and one more thing, if they're going to try to promote a DC John Jones fight, they're better off promoting Tito Ortiz, Chuck Liddell again, because that's God. the equivalent. In my head, it's the equivalent. I mean, it's I don't I will not watch that. But there will I be fans care. that will. They can hype it up. They get two well known well known names. They can highlight. They could touch on the previous matchups that they've had and the controversy that's around it, and people will tune in and buy it. Yep, and I agree with everything that DC has done to represent the sport in the positive light compared to what Jones has done. That's always going to linger, and for him to have one more shot, especially before DC is going to retire, I don't know how he passes on that. He's not going to. They're not going to fight again. I I will put I'll put money on it. They will not oh, fight again. Oh, how much are you I willing would, to wager? I don't know. Put a number out there. I don't know. I don't, we'll just we'll come back to you when when it happens, I mean, and we'll say in, I told you so. In 2019, the only fight that I've heard of that I'm looking forward to, like we text about, is Woodley and Usman. Usman. That's a good one. And then the other only other person I see DC or I, I don't even know if he dropped out, but Curtis Blades would be the only person I'd want to see either of them fight. When's that I got? Mean, uh, who did they get from One FC again? Um, what's his name? I'm blanking Askren. on it. Askren. Ben Askren. Yeah. When's Ben Askren fighting? I don't know, but I know he's fighting Robbie Lawler. Oh, that's gonna be a good out. fight. That's gonna be a good fight. I'd love to see. Yeah, that. wrestler versus striker. That's gonna be a great fight. We'll see what happens. I bet you Lawler gets taken out in TKO in the third. We'll see. We'll see. We'll see. Uh, okay, so back yes, to football. Now we're switching gears to football. The Rams' strength and weaknesses, <laughs> and then your playoff oh, yeah, outlook. We're talking about that. Yeah, we, uh, we almost forgot. Rams' strengths, they have arguably the best running back in the game with Todd Gurley. Active Their offensive back. line. Active, yeah. I mean, are we <laughs> talking past? You want me to bring up Marshall Falk? And oh, no, I was, gonna, I, was, I was talking about Le'Veon, Le'Veon just how <laughs> yeah, he's not active. But, yeah, I mean, he's not really a Stealer anymore, just so like I won't, I won't keep for him. In the playoffs. All right, thank you. Not active. We got that, we got that dig. Okay. So. Yeah, I, I got to keep on going, dude. There's still four more feet. That's only two of six. So. <laughs> Ben, ben Roethlisberger, I mean not Ben Roethlisberger. Um, Todd Gurley, best running back in the league. Yes, and what else is there? Arguably, what other strengths? Robert Woods is. I saw this stat today during the Niners game. He has the third. He's number three on the list for first down conversions as a uh, wide receiver. Mm-hmm. Um, shockingly, their tight ends are pretty solid as far as you know being little outlets. They have Higby and who's the other one? Everett. Everett. Okay. Goff, I cannot stand this season. Um, so you're saying my he's a brother, weakness? No, my brother's a Cal guy. He went to Cal, so I got to, you know, shout out to Cal Bears. Yay, go oh, Bears. Yeah, yeah but, did so well in the Cheez-It Bowl. I've just seen him just do horrible things this season. Um, their defense, as of today, they can play really, really well, or they can play really, really horrible, like we saw against Kansas City. <laughs> I mean, it's, you know, it's – a crapshoot with them. Um, their best defensive player, in my humble opinion, is Sam Shields. Uh, shout out to Miami. Not not Aaron Donald with all the sacks this <laughs> year. Uh, shout out to Miami. Okay. Uh, no, but Aaron Donald, of course, is number one on that defense. How do you look past him, even though he went to Pittsburgh, a rival ACC school? Uh, I don't know, man. I, I don't see... I could see them going to the Super Bowl if... Whoa. If the cards align planets align 
Drew Brees goes out with another shoulder injury, and they somehow get past New Orleans. That's a great. That's great analysis. So if if everything that needs to go right goes right, you could see the Rams making it Which to the Super Bowl. Which includes an injury to a yeah. player. So, <laughs> yeah, exactly. That seems like they seem like they have the, the easiest path. An that's a surefire. Yeah, that's, that's a good a, path. Yeah. Um, Kamara right. eats too many airheads and has a little diabetic thing going on. Or he gets, I don't know. Or he gets that <laughs> uh, that nose piercing ripped out and bleeds out. You know, the, anything could happen. Uh, all right, Tim. Let's cue up the stat of the day music real quick. Tim Brown, stat of the day. Tim, what is your stat of the day? All this football, basketball talk, I'm going to bring it back to baseball because that's just who I am. Uh, Tony Gwynn has had more four-hit games in his career than two strikeout games. What? Oh, yes. That's absolutely ridiculous. Wow. Oh, holy <laughs> shit. Tony freaking Gwynn, Wow. Dude. Mr. Baseball himself. You learn one something more time, new every one day. One more time for Mr. those kids Mr. at Padre. home. One time, one more time for those kids at home. Tony Gwynn has had more four-hit games in his career than he had two strikeout games. In his Jesus, four-four-hit games and he's had two strikeout games. That's that's a nuts. should have been sexy stat of the day. Right, I like I that. Mean, that's oh, efficiency. You ready for the sexy stat? Okay, we don't have music for the sexy <laughs> stat, but okay. Here's some, his, wow, his, wow. There we go. In his career against, here's some notable pitchers. Ready? John Smoltz, Greg Maddox, Tom Glavin, Oral Hershiser, and Nolan Ryan. We'll just start at the top. John Smoltz, he had a career 462 batting average with one strikeout. How many at-bats did he have, though? I don't know, but See, that's, still. That kind of asterisk. Smoltz, if you say so, they played during the same time. And so the next two are also brave pitchers, by the way. Greg Maddox, 429 average, no strikeouts against Greg Maddox. Tom Glavin, 312 average, two strikeouts. Earl Hershiser, 321, 2Ks. And then Nolan Ryan, you know, this is atrocious for both of them. A 302 average with nine strikeouts. I feel, wow. like, I feel like three, three, or three, uh, an ERA of three. Is that what you're saying, right? No, that's his batting average. Oh, batting average. Okay, my bad. That's what just... Tony Gwynn did against those guys, oh. which is ridiculous. Ridiculous. Oh, Not really impressed shit. with 302. Oh, okay. Right. Now it all makes sense because I was lost there for a second. But, yes, okay, you're saying Tony Gwynn's average against those pitchers. Yes, that is fucking nuts. And he, pitched, he played against Oral Hershiser. He was around that long? He long was career. around, yeah. That he was, was in 19? The Padres made both of their, or I guess they only went to one World Series. But he was around, I want to say, in their inaugural season. No, 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 no. That was in 69. But he was uh, around, he was around for a long time, back in the 80s. For oh. sure. And then he, he retired, was. was it early 2000s? Late, yeah, he was late 80s, yeah. early 2000s, or Gosh. early 1000s player. Yeah. Jesus, early Jesus. 2000s. I remember Spanned three uh, decades. Chan Ho Park gave up a home run to him in the World Series, and he said, oh, yeah, I gifted him a pitch because of his last, yeah. or not the World Series, I'm sorry, the All-Star game. He said, I gifted him that pitch, blah, 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 blah. Yeah, whatever, Chan Ho Park, you're only good for trying to scissor kick that one dude in the head. <laughs> <laughs> Wonderful. But yeah, that was epic. That was epic. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Tim. Uh, any last closing thoughts before we bid you farewell and see you again on the next episode? There's been an absence of three episodes. I'm kind of disappointed. You know, My we we, addre- we addressed that at the start of the show. We just kind of took an impromptu vacation because of the holidays, and then we were supposed to be back last Wednesday, but the voice was not feeling great, and and it's it's probably the best it's <laughs> felt since it happened. I know. I'm not going to lie. Those videos you sent me of your voice, 
I was laughing. I was gonna say you can make all the jokes you want, but yeah, I even went and did the article that I, I mean, I the article that I most, the most recent article I typed, I went into the interview with the guy, and I was just like, I'm sorry, like this. I is, am playing hurt. This is just how my voice is, right? Like no days off, so I gotta, I gotta go. Except for from the podcast. Well, you know, it was just uh, I should say from a grind that that actually gets me paid because we're still waiting on that sponsorship money to roll in on this bad boy. Maybe Urban Dictionary will pay us. If you or a business that you know wants to sponsor the Cohort Sports Report, make sure you slide into any one of our DMs. That includes uh, Tim uh, as well. Yeah, sure. Yeah. Slide on in. I'm sure you do love sliding DMs. Okay. All right, Tim, thank you very much, sir. We will see you again on Wednesday, okay, with reaction to all the bowl games that have happened from now till then. Oh, man, the cotton or no, the Sugar Bowl. There's a lot. Rose Bowl. I, the only one I care about is the Rose Bowl, really. Don't forget about the Citrus Bowl. The, the Red game. Box Bowl. How could you forget about the Red Box Bowl? Uh, Oregon at Michigan State. That's when, when you said Red Box, it's for me that Stu Finer tweet. The only box did, to eat is his wife. Did, uh, did the Tostitos Bowl already happen? Uh, no, that is happening tomorrow. There are six bowl games tomorrow, so we have we, we will have six ten tomorrow. We will have just, ten bowl games to talk can about. Can I just read that stat, that tweet, really quick? Okay, let's see if it All registers right. with ten. This is, this is the. Uh, the Barstool guys. Stu Barstool Finer. guys. Stu Finer. Barstool Sports Advisor. The, the, tweet, the tweet that he responded to said, Nevada had no business winning that game. Look at that box score. And Stu Finer tweeted out, the only box I look at is my wife's, which if you must know, she said, and I quote, eat me, you animal. We are up 80000 going today, going through your double your net worth game of the year. <laughs> Hashtag be advised. <laughs> oh, big, big gambler. <laughs> oh, what it's like to tweet with reckless abandon. On that oh, note, Tim, man. yes, we, <laughs> we leave you on that closing note. I love it. All right. I love it. Thank you, guys. All right. Bye. All right. Bye, Sam. Happy, hey, happy New Year, but we'll see you on the other side, all right? Likewise. Have a wonderful evening. All we'll right, try. Don't tell us what to do. Bye. <laughs> well, I know that Mateo will. I don't care about you, Jeff. Flynn. It's a rough night. I'm sure that you've heard enough of Jeff in <laughs> Florida. Not yet. We're, we're just, oh, yeah. Florida, we're just getting started. But the NFL, i got a lot more crying to do. But, yeah. All right, Tim. Well, word has it, you know, knock on wood, I'm planning right now that August 31st I'll be in Orlando for that game. Oh, sweet invite. You want to go? Yeah, I'm down. You want to fly to Orlando to go watch Miami and Florida? Yeah. Uh, yeah, I don't I'm think cereal. do it. But. I'm 100% <laughs> cereal. How much does that ticket cost? I got it right now. I could buy I could buy three of those tickets. No more, no less. You, you sure? No, I'm not buying. I'm not. No. I'm just saying I got I got that type of money stored away for a rainy day. But, um, you said that you would buy three tickets. I heard it. Everybody else heard I it. I mouthed off. My bad. All right, Tim. Bye. <laughs> bye. Yeah. Special thanks to Tim Brown for stopping by for the stat of the day. That was actually crazy about, like, sarcastic overreaction aside, like the Tony Gwynn stat, more four-hit games and two two strikeout games, that's fucking impressive. Yeah, and him and Ted Williams, you can just go down a whole wormhole and just all the different things that they accomplished as hitters. Oh. All right, now it's time for hashtag hysteria. Even though Flan has no hashtags, we're still going to talk about the week that was in football. No, God! No, God, please, no! No! Yeah! No! Yeah! No! Yes! Hashtag hysteria. Been a while since we've done one of these, um, but it feels good to be back. All right, week 17. It's really sad that uh, we had... Week 17 of the NFL season because that means it's over. No more red zone. I got to call Comcast and cancel that package tomorrow. Um, 
But you know what was cool is we had seven morning games. We had eight afternoon games, and we normally get five on a good day. So, And then we had a somewhat compelling Sunday night game, even though it didn't go the way I wanted. Uh, let me first start off by saying, fuck this and fuck everything and fuck football. Okay? All right, there. I got it out of my system. Uh, the Steelers managed to beat the Bengals 16-13, but we needed the Browns to beat the Ravens, and oh. they did not. Uh, thank you, Baker, for a valiant effort. And then it came down to uh, the possibility of making the playoffs if there was a tie between the Colts and Titans, which was totally far-fetched. But, hey, we've already seen two ties earlier this year, one being a part of the – or, you know, the Steelers being a part of one, and uh, didn't make it. Did or the, the Colts won, so. Did you talk yourself into a tie after that pick six? There had to be a – because – it kind of crossed my mind, as crazy was, as it was. I, I was, was hyped up on the tie before the kickoff, and then once that pick six happened before halftime, and was, you know they, they brought it and made it a game, I was excited. I was like, holy shit, this could happen. Yeah, with, Ble- with Gabbard out there with uh, numerous empty possessions, I was like, wow, there could be a chance that this could be uh, ending a tie. But, like, you know, I look back at the season, and I think, you know, you shouldn't have lost that game to o- Oakland, obviously. You had a chance to beat Denver. That one cost you. And then, you know, you hung tough with uh, Kansas City, but you got the shit beaten out of you there. You, you hung tough with uh, New Orleans, but you, you lost it there, too. And, th- and I'm not going to nitpick every single loss because, obviously, you're going to lose a game to Baltimore. You know, you usually split those series. Uh, but the tie against Cleveland really hurt. So it just sucks. It's a, it's a underachieving season for sure. Um, and, th- you know, I'll flip the tables over to you guys. The Niners kind of made it a contest with the Rams, even though Gurley sat out, and you were, you were just hoping and wishing that they lost, and they did. So what do you guys think about this? Is this another lost season where you're just like, fuck it, we'll, we'll forget about it? Uh, no, it's not last season. They're better than they were last year. Uh, they've improved, even though it's kind of hard to look at it. But um, I think they got a lot of people in their secondary that got a lot of experience. Um, they had uh, was it Marcellus Harris? Yeah, Harris was a was a bright Harris spot. Harris was a bright spot. Uh, Tavares Moore was a bright spot until mm-hmm. he got injured. Uh, I think Moore could give Weatherspoon or whatever his name is uh, a run for his money maybe next year. But. Um, they they and they they do the right thing, get the right uh, pass rusher in the draft, and they get some help on the interior O line because their guards got exposed today against Aaron Don Aaron Donald. They're just too yeah. small against Arizona or uh, Los Angeles. Like Los Angeles yeah. just pushes them around both games. Yeah. And then you just and also I hope uh, Dante Pettis puts some more put some lbs on him this yeah. offseason. I love he's Pettis. He's too skinny. Hit he's, him up to work out. I can show him a few things. Um, <laughs> and then. Uh, they need to find Elijah Lee is a good player, but he's one of those players that it's on your team while you're while you're trying to like shift. He's not gonna be. He's not. I don't think he's an elite player. I feel like a little Cassius too undersized. Marsh. Is Cassius Marsh coming back? No, he's he's another player. He's he's just filling the gaps till somebody else depth. better comes in. Okay. Yeah. Um, I'm sure he had but, a lot more fun playing for the Niners than he did with the Patriots. Was, <laughs> yeah, he made, he made news when he made that comment. I was but, like, uh, okay, I mean, funful. I want you to because he gets an early games. vacation. That's why he was yeah, stoked. He yeah. was like, they could, oh, I don't have to play in the cold. If they could find a like Fred Warner kind of player in the second or third round of the next draft, that'd be awesome. Because yeah. um, they have, a, they do. Have, yeah, if they could do that, that'd be good. But they, uh, they should go after Earl Thomas. I think. Yeah, I'm all in on Earl Thomas now. Oh, Raiders got the shit kicked out of them, shifting away from the Niners. Sorry, the, fellas. The problem with Earl Thomas though is he's going to be asking for a crap load of money because it's because oh. that's what he wanted from Seattle, and then so you dump him. You've already got one aging old old Seahawk on your team in Richard Sherman. And granted, nobody threw to him this year. But, but you've you got so much cap space. He uh, fits the oh, system. Come on, come on. Don't overpay for Earl Thomas. And you're not overpaying for Sherman. I mean, Sherman's contract Stack is a Stack up the defense in other ways. You don't, I, I'm but they're missing, they're missing draft picks at the end. You have all this cap space. You have a guy that's the perfect fit. So if you have all that cap space, why would you not supplement that with signing guys that you would essentially get from the draft because you don't have those draft picks? Or you could tie it up into all, one, all into one player, which is what we've seen. And granted, this is the other side 
side of the football, but this is what we've seen the Vikings do with Kirk Cousins. We've seen the Packers do with Aaron Rodgers, and we saw Le'Veon try and get out of the Steelers. I don't see the value in in bundling up all that money into one but player. But it isn't going to be in one player because they've gotten a lot of the cap hits out of the space. Because of this rebuild, there's a lot of guys that are still on rookie contracts. The I big one's going to be DeForest Buckner, and he's going to end up getting paid. I don't care but if you have $100 million. The cap's going up. How much, how much money are you going to have in cap space? Dude, I'll, I can look it up. They're I'll like just second say, in just cap. Throw, just throw out a hypothetical number. Hypothetical I, number. I thought it was like it was 60, 70 million. 60, 70 million, right? And yeah, all of a sudden, with Earl it, Thomas is going to come in and he's going to want 15, 16 million of that you for a year. You front loaded just like you did with Jimmy. Oh. You can manipulate the cap. They oh need goodness. to win. They need to have a winning season. They're on the hot seat if they don't have a good season. And I don't believe it. I think you need to get Jimmy. Oh, there are. They're, they're, that, that, or, they're John Lynch and, and are judging, definitely on the hot, yeah, hot seat. Judging by the, the, the uh, fan reaction. You, and need, you need weapons to come to compliment Jimmy G because you have Kittle's a nice what's, piece. What's the weapons that are out there in free agency? Have you looked at what's out there for free agency? No. That's the problem. It's going to be on the defensive side of the ball. They're going to sink the money. And Shanahan's proven that he's gotten guys like Goodwin. He's gotten a great season out of. Oh, and Goodwin was terrible this year. He just was nicked up. He yeah. needs to, he's in a specialized we'll role. We'll see what happens. Guys get cut. Well, it, it'd be interesting. I think they need to beef up and get as much weapons as they can on the outside for Jimmy because there, there's nothing there, wrong with Breida. This, there's this, nothing this wrong with Breida. This draft is pretty deep in receiver and And that's D-line. probably where their second round pick is going to be. So they should be fine. And then that's what I'm saying. You, I would rather pay. Uh, I would rather pay for six or seven guys on the defense, you know, and take that money and pay for six or seven guys than rather than tie it up they've into one enough, and then only got enough money three and or four. They can have all the cap hits this year. Interesting. Okay. We'll agree to disagree on that one. All right. Uh, further continuing down week 17, the Bills beat the Dolphins 42-17. Uh, I don't know if you guys watched much of that game. It was pretty boring. You know, Josh Allen finished with 50. He completed 52% of his passes this year. Uh, good for him. That's Gee. better than what he did in college. Oh, my God. Uh, the, the Lions beat the shit out of the Packers 31-0. Of course, Aaron Rodgers left with a concussion. Um, I don't Congratulations, know. Aaron Rodgers. You're going to get a great coach. Yeah, well, great coach, but you're going to have – He would have came back in against the Raiders you're gonna have no, compared to Roethlisberger. You're going to have no weapons to play with with, uh, with your contract going on there in that situation. Uh, the they pa- got cap space. The Patriots beat the Jets. What, what, what cap space? I just looked I looked at the contracts, too, from what you were, for everything you were saying. And, like, Rothes- look how much Roethlisberger makes compared to uh, yeah, Aaron Rodgers. I mean, Roethlisberger, you know, it's, it's, you know <laughs> it's okay. It's a different story. You guys, and same with Breeze. Breeze is on a two-year deal, and he's making over, uh, what is it, almost $30 million on each year? But, the, you know, it's look at, look at the production that you get from those guys compared to the the, the consistent production, if, I should if, say, that you get from those guys. If Roethlisberger came back against the Raiders, they would have won. My he's dad, consistently my dad nipped said, up. I was watching the games with my dad today and he looks over and he goes Aaron Rodgers you know he's pretty good he gets about 4,000 yards every year and I look over and I was like yeah does that translate to wins and he shut up real quick I was just like Tebow got wins don't yeah. use the court you I'm hide, not hide using, behind the I'm quarterback the co- I'm not hiding behind it I'm just saying like at the end of the day it's a results right you know like Blake Bortles managed to fool everybody on a 13 win team last year you know um okay so the Patriots beat the Jets 38-3. to They lock up another first-round bye. Just fuck New England, man. I'm so tired of the Patriots they already. S- I can't believe they got another I bye. wish I got to play the Jets, uh, the Dolphins, and the Bills six times a year. Six six out of your 16 games are against those teams that you're probably going to go always go 5-1 and one or better against because you'll have the one freak game in my Miami will happen in Miami. Uh, but it's, yeah, it bothers me. The Panthers beat up on the Saints 33-14. Of course, Kamara and Drew Brees sat out of that game. Uh, Michael Thomas only had like five receptions. Teddy Bridgewater was not doing his little bike celebration afterwards. I, I heard that. Uh, the Texans. Hey, Teddy. <laughs> the Texans won twenty to three over the Jags. They locked up the third uh, playoff seed. Um, and then the Cowboys in a meaningless game. 
beat the Giants 36-35. I was cheering so hard against the Cowboys because you played everybody but Zeke, and so I was just like, this. I, I hope you guys lose. Um, the Falcons managed to beat the Bucks 34-32. Uh, that both those both those franchises are lost. I don't know what's going on there with, with Atlanta. They haven't been the same since Shanahan lost, uh, or I mean left. And then uh, the Raiders wrapped up their sorry ass season, uh, 35-3 loss to the Chiefs. I have no idea where the Raiders are going to be playing next year. Uh, oh, look at this! We watch a highlight of Jared Cook just completely giving up on a route in the middle of oh, the first quarter. Perfect timing. Uh, Wait, did you guys see the report on London with the nice. Raiders? Uh, they're going to play in London next year. I mean, that was one idea. Fucking ridiculous, Eight mate. Eight games. Oh, my did. God. All right. And then the Seahawks beat the Cardinals 27-24. Another game that didn't mean anything, but the Seahawks still played hard and won. Uh, we talked about the Rams, Niners. Chargers beat the Broncos 23-9. That was another one. Well, the Chargers had something on the line there, but soon to be for not. And then the Bears uh, won 24-10 over the Vikings. Can we talk about how bad the Vikings are? And not just the Vikings, actually. They have a loaded roster. Kirk Cousins is five and twenty-five, or yeah, five and twenty-five now against teams with a winning record. That is ridiculous. The the years that he's had winning in in Washington, you'd have to look and pay attention. He is playing teams that come off of losing weeks. So like in in week one, him he might win, and then in week two, he's going up against an zero and one team. So of course he's going to go with the win there. You know, it's Kirk Cousins pulled the biggest shice on on Minnesota. A three-year fully guaranteed I'll contract, you, and they're I'll stuck wish, with that. I wish I was him. Yeah. You, oh, yeah. I wish I got paid <laughs> yeah. like that, too. But, Jesus. Uh, I mean, it came out. Everything that all the critics that were against if you're Kirk Cousins, If you're the Vikings, you're out. looking like Boo Boo the Fool right now. I can't you, believe I mean, this. You had to take that, you, you had to take that you, risk, though. I bet you they draft a quarterback in the next as a yeah, Oh, they'll definitely they, draft him. They're going to develop the mold, so he's yeah. done in the next two years. Boom. So when so Kirk Cousins doesn't produce in the next two years, they can at least go to this quarterback that they'll have drafted and been like, hey, look, we're going we're gonna to develop this guy. If not this year, I guarantee it'll happen next oh, year. Yeah. 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 Five and fucking 25. Come on. Um, I still think they made the right risk. All right. <laughs> compared to what was out there, they compared to so the draft, the, unless if it was Lamar Jackson from where they were drafting. Yeah, who else would you get besides I mean, you're, you're either I'd have to go back and look at the quarterbacks that were on the market. You're either staring at... The barrel of the gun. Why of didn't you? For ha- Keys, uh, oh Kay- yeah. Why uh, didn't Case you hold Keenum. on to Case Keenum or or Teddy Bridgewater? You could have held on to Teddy. See, I'm I'm all on the Teddy Bridge yeah. uh, on the Teddy. But, but I mean, like he's Teddy coming Moore. off of a horrible well, injury. Teddy, Teddy, Teddy Bridgewater is a big Norv Turner uh, product. Uh, well, still, I mean, and he hasn't really done much. Would, he would have done. I think he would have done better than Kirk Cousins. Obviously, you know, he managed to get a five. And or, I know, think uh, Case Keenum, with how he's doing in Denver, is a big product of whatever that. Giants coaches. That now. defense is yeah. so good, and you have the weapons on the offense, and you are wasting their time with Kirk Cousins, who can't get it done. With all the, t- that was my biggest thing with Kirk Cousins is when I said Kirk when Cousins we did, was praying when we did the, the, when we did the football trade. preview, which I yeah. left all that shit inside. Actually, no, I have it out here. We could go back and review what we thought each team was going to win. I was high up on the Vikings because I thought they were going to do that something. I thought like they had the perfect fit. I thought they had all the weapons to complement Kirk Cousins because Kirk Cousins does well when he has the weaponry around him. And he did nothing. So, uh, you know, looking making Minnesota look like Boo Boo the Fool, that sucks. Uh, for Kirk Cousins, we'll see if you uh, can turn it around in the next couple of years. I highly doubt it. Well, and then they of got course the defense in play. We talked about the Ravens and Browns. You're wasting the time, though. I feel bad for Minnesota. And then the Eagles won 24 to nothing over the uh, Washington yeah, R-Words. That, that is the one bad thing. They're wasting all these prime years, these defensive all players. All the prime years of everybody. Kirk Cousins. I mean, oh. that's the I mean, that's the risk you take. That's and he's a guy that is, I mean, now they've got, they, a, they're they at got, the crossroads. You've got to be honest. You did not expect Kirk Cousins to no, be this bad. No, to be this year. bad. No, and, I mean, no, for the clunker, the, I mean, the game in Seattle, he was awful. 
he just does not look like he throws. It's he needs funny. to see things. He needs to be on time. He's an on time thrower. It's funny. This is a team that went eight, seven, and one, and we're talking about them like they barely won six games. But that's just what it feels I mean, that's like. The expectations. Is because they underperform so so poorly. You and know, they've got to figure so out: do they so do they get rid of Zimmer and do they bring in a cousin, a coach that goes around? Co- I mean, that's the awful situation for them: is do they build around this flawed, obviously flawed quarterback? Or did they just keep everything and hope that maybe they just ran into some weird things this year? Yeah, that's all. You could just chop it up to freak circumstance. Okay, so that'll do it for our Week 17 recap and hashtag hysteria. So we'll bring that back again for as long as football's around, and then it'll probably die uh, until next season. All right, taking a look at the NFL playoff picture. So the number one seed in the AFC, the Kansas City Chiefs at 12-4. and four. Number two, the New England Patriots at 11-5. and five. Number three, the Texans at 11-5. and five. Number four, the Ravens at 10-6. and six. The Chargers at 12 and 4 are sitting in the number five seed. And number six, did I say six? I think I said six. Number five. Number six seed is the Colts at 10 and 6. Interesting note here about the Colts. They are the third team in NFL history to make it into the playoffs after starting one and five. I think a lot of this is due to an easy schedule, uh, which they got rewarded for because they were one of the shittier teams last year. But you got a healthy injury luck. You've got a defense mm-hmm. that had a schedule, and your offense is clicking. Uh, they look well, pretty also good tonight. Andrew, Luck, Andrew Luck didn't play all last year, right? No, so not at all. They shut him rust. down. Maybe yeah, it was, it was maybe, a lot. Maybe it was a rust. It was a lost year for Andrew Luck, and then uh, they were able to get him healthy, and, and he's able to do some things. Uh, so the Chiefs and Patriots have the first round bye uh, because the Chiefs own the tiebreaker over the Chargers, took the AFC West. So our matchups are the Texans versus the Colts. That's a divisional rivalry in the AFC South. And then the Ravens will host the Chargers. Uh, and that game happened two weeks ago, and you saw the Ravens have their way with the Chargers. Yeah. Uh, I'm just waiting for somebody to figure out this Ravens gimmick defense. I mean, offense. And it's and I have a feeling it's going to be New England, but I don't want I don't want to see Baltimore get I don't want to see Baltimore New England in the AFC Championship game. What are you guys' thoughts on who who do you think just based off your reactions today in the AFC? Who do you see moving on to play the Chiefs and Patriots between the Texans, Ravens, Chargers, Colts? Uh, Texans and Chargers, I see. You think the Texans and Chargers? Okay. All right. Any reason? Any rhyme or reason? Um, I like uh, Phillip Rivers. I think I really want to see him do well in the playoffs. Um, I know he hasn't really done much in the past in the playoffs, but um, I like to see him do well. Um, he's one of those quarterbacks that's been on the like cusp of the elite, but not really. I think if he did really well in the playoffs, it could maybe propel him into that. But um, and also, I think the Texans are just so damn good right now. They're, they've been rolling ever since that. Uh, what was it when they zero and four or zero and three? Oh and three. They started out zero and three. Yes. Even though it might have been an easy schedule or whatever, but um, they the, Deshaun Watson looks like he's he's awesome. They have a receiver. They have a running back. They have a Clowney and Watt. They're clicking. That's what that's what that noise is. Oh, they're clicking. Yeah, they're clicking right now. So I like them to get like Chargers and Texans. All right, Mateo. And I also think if through? you see that that triple that I read option for the second time, most people I feel like have you learned. Should be able to figure it yeah. out. Yeah, it's just. It's how everything out. was with Kaepernick and uh, and um, RG three. The next year, if everybody saw it for the second time and knew how to do it. Yeah. Mateo, who's getting through in the AFC? I'm going with Texans and Ravens. I don't think the Ravens' offense is. I mean, for the time frame we're going for, maybe it gets figured out next year. Um, but right now, I think the offense is it's it's a lot. There's not a lot of film for them to look at. Their defense is great, and I like what the point. I'm blanking on what uh, NFL guy on Twitter said, but they they put a lot of pressure on every possession. You're going against their defense, and then they're they're running the ball. They're using up a ton of they're time. They're chewing up the clock like five minutes at a time on each drive. And, and that's Lamar's a, a great runner. That's what's annoying though is that it's like there's a formula that seems to work in the postseason, and it's do you it's have running a, the ball, running and the defense. game, and defense, and they have both. It's mm-hmm. clicking right now, but it's just it seems like that offense is so simple that it should be figured out, and I don't understand why. I've watched teams. I've watched teams it's, for the past four weeks, four or five weeks. 
go up against Lamar Jackson. I'm like, this shit cannot continue, and it, yet somehow it did. It's just it comes down to spacing. Their spacing's yeah. so good, and Lamar in space, he's a deadly, and he's a smart runner too. I hate it. I hate it. All right, um, and then on the NFC side, the New Orleans Saints, uh, because our Lord and Savior Drew Brees Christ was uh, out, they took an L today, but they are the number one seed at 13 and three. They own the tiebreaker over the LA Rams, who are sitting there at 13 and three. Uh, number three, the Bra- the Bears at twelve and four, great season for them. Number four, the Cowboys at ten and six. Number five, the Seahawks at ten and six, and the Eagles at number six at nine and seven. Honestly, the weakest team in the NFC, in my opinion, is the Dallas Cowboys, and that is mm-hmm. just because you do not know what you're going to get from their offense. They are om- to me, they are the Jacksonville Jaguars of last year. They have a great running game. If they can get that going, then it's okay. Dak Prescott, you don't want him to throw too much because I feel like he's if prone to making mistakes. If their running game is working, the whole team's working. And their defense is good. Dak relies so heavily on Zeke to get that shit going. Otherwise, it's like, you know, and I mean, Dak's been good since they got Amari Cooper. He's better but, than Bortles, though. But, uh, yeah, oh, he's yeah, a lot of course. Yeah, Bortles, if I'm the Cowboys and I'm, and I'm getting compared to the Jags, I'm thinking to myself, well, we're better than the Jags last year. But it's still the same formula. And I feel like that formula can be thwarted. And they almost lost today to the Giants. So, um, granted, Zeke was sitting out. So I pose the same question to you guys again. This time we'll start with you, Mateo. The Saints and Rams are the one and two. The Bears play the Eagles, and the Cowboys play the Seahawks. Who do you see getting through in the NFC to play the Saints and Rams? I'm going to go with Bears and the Hawks. Really? I agree with the, I agree with that on both fronts. Uh, like I said, the Cowboys, I think this is just a weak Cowboys team, and they're going up against mm-hmm. a very good Seattle defense. Yeah, Seattle's defense is just awesome with Clark and Griffin and uh, the way uh, gosh, uh, Wagner's played on in the middle. And Seattle's got two or three running backs that they can use. Their offense is also – I mean, it's almost similar to the, to the Ravens with how they can just time up possession. They eat up time of possession with the different running backs that they use. And, and a better mobile quarterback. Yeah, and, and Russell's on top yeah. of it. I mean, Russell's been really good this year. Russell Wilson, when he throws a pass over 20 yards – I heard this on a podcast. I can't remember which one it was. I think it might have been PMT. They were saying when he throws a pass over – 20 yards it looks like uh the way it drops in and just the arc that it takes mm-hmm. where he's only his guy can catch it it looks like somebody like brady Who, wilson? 50. yeah oh, f- wilson throws him. a pretty football yeah. and i know you're upset so i'm gonna pose this question to you even though i already i already have a feeling i know what one of your answers is gonna be who moves on to the second round to take on the Saints and Rams? Uh, the Bears play the Eagles, and the Cowboys play the Seahawks. Who's winning? Uh, I hope it's the Cowboys, but I think the Seahawks are going to beat them. And then Bears-Eagles? Uh, I, th- I think I honestly think Bears are winning the whole thing. Really? Yeah, I'm so. kind of, I've actually kind of had the same feeling with the Bears. Interesting. I, I, you know, they also have, they also have the Godfather me. on their side. Last time I checked, the uh, that thing goes through New they Orleans. Got the best, so. they got the, well, I mean, you got the best defensive coordinator in the game. Okay, the well, I'm telling you, they got one of the best Lord quarterbacks Anga. in the game down there in New Orleans. So... Defense wins championships, right? Okay, well, I'm gonna watch. I'm gonna bet as on Drew Brees. As long as Drew Brees doesn't have down. to go, as long as Drew doesn't have to go outdoors. Drew, and they I, don't. I, they don't. The rest of the, the year, it's all in him. domes. It's, yeah, it's gonna stay in New Orleans, the no, and then they this, go to Atlanta. This, this seems like this seems like one of those years where uh, everybody's just gonna be all sold in the, on the seat on the Saints, and then for some reason, that first game after the bye is just gonna they're just gonna fall in their face. You said Bears Chargers though last episode that we were on ten days ago, and I still agree with that. Like, there's a possibility that it could be that. I think it, I, I'm going more Saints Chargers myself. You go Bears Chargers. I agree with the Chargers pick though. I'm sure. Th- I'm sure the Pats are gonna be. It's it's always gonna be the Pats, but it. Oh, I, I wish they lose. I, I, I want lose. them to as well, but I it feels genuinely that this is wide open, that you look at all six teams, and even if as crazy it is with the Colts, just because of the way defenses have been so inconsistent, every team has a quarterback. Yeah, but the Patriots that you have can also trust. they got a first round bye, so when they get a first round bye, they usually do pretty well and they go pretty mm-hmm. far. So that's a little yeah. little worrisome there, but we don't have to worry about them for another week. They get a week off. All right. Uh transitioning from one end of the spectrum of the, the NFL power power 
Cage, I guess if you will, I lost the word that I was going to use there. To the other end, the draft order. Yeah. And Mateo, are you going to be interested in doing our draft special again for our, our second <laughs> annual draft special where we watch the it's first round? It's in four months, by the way. It's in I four months, sh- yeah. <laughs> I want to show up for rounds round four and seven. Are we going to do four and seven? No, we only do round one. We only do round one. I invite people to go back. I wouldn't know anything about most of the guys, but it'd be fun. I invite people to go back and take a look at, or, you know, take a listen to how we did the draft special. It's pretty cut and you know, cut weed. I actually want to show up to the Wednesday one. We no, we only. Oh yeah, well, the we one, do the, the draft special in the episode after. Well, oh yeah, that's right. Because the dra- we do the Wednesday and then the draft, and then we don't come back for the the Sunday show. But um, it's you know, no, we the wait. Sunday show is a bad one. That's my that's my that's the weekend when I go to Chico, and it's the last one to do that Sunday show. I was really bad. Well, that's okay. That's why we have a guest <laughs> co-host come in for <laughs> you because you go to alumni weekend and you get you get shammered. Oh, so um, don't remember. Yeah. So. But yeah, we the picks come out. We we you know we record while Goodell makes the pick. We get the initial reaction, and then we stop and we just sit around. It's very cut and paste around here mm-hmm. on draft the draft special behind the scenes because I'm not gonna we're not gonna keep recording and filibustering for the whole ten minutes that it takes. That's a three hour show. We we condense Jeez. it down into an hour and a half. You know, mm-hmm. so we we do our best for the people there. So if you're interested uh, in that, let us know the draft order for this year's upcoming draft. The Arizona Cardinals at number one. Your San Francisco 49ers, 49ers at number two. The New York Jets at number three. So, yeah, mission accomplished on the tank. Congrats, mm-hmm. guys. The uh, Raiders, because we're not exactly sure where they're going to be playing. That's embarrassing year. for them. It was numbers. so funny today. The Niner game, I was finding myself just getting pissed off. Because I, I just, at this Niner team, like, I, for some reason, I wanted them to win so bad. I was just but then you're like, <laughs> the draft pick. No, but I was like, like literally, when when, when uh, Melon threw those two picks, I was like, I was like what the fuck are you <laughs> doing? <laughs> Uh, so I, was, I was getting pretty heated, and even though the game didn't matter, and we needed to lose, but but you got the second round draft. I mean, you got the second overall draft. Oh, second, second round, second round, no, second <laughs> overall, totally worth it. Uh, Tampa Bay at number five, number six is the New York Jets. I mean, Giants. Uh, number seven is the Jacksonville Jaguars. Number eight, the Detroit Lions. Number nine, the Denver Broncos. And then rounding out the top ten, number ten, Buffalo Bills. So that's going to be an interesting draft, uh, especially with all those teams going to get beefed up on defense, and they've all. I, it appears that all those teams. Or most of them have the money to spend, as you like to highlight on that, mm. Mr. Matteo Darren Ravel from Ferrari. Dana White go off on Darren uh, Ravel yeah. last night. All right, you hard, got hey, you got to take hard, cap space into consideration. Hard I know you, pivot. If you would if you would have paid Levy on, you wouldn't be in this situation. A hard pivot. What's your what's your Dana White? Manage your cap space, right? You didn't see that? No, I didn't. What happened? All right, really? I was going to read that. I was going to read that during the thing. I'll play the soundbite. Keep talking, he says. Okay, yeah. Just keep talking. So who on those who out of those top ten teams? Actually, in the top five, Matteo. Arizona, San Francisco, the Jets, the Raiders, or the Bucks. Who needs to score on this draft out of the mo- out of those top five teams? Who's the one that's pressed and needs to score right right away? I'm initially inclined to think that it would be the Raiders because they have three right. shots at it in the first round. Hold on, hold on, Flynn. He's on a ten-year call. The Raiders were the first one too because they did everything purposely to tank. Yeah. Um. And you I, come over the I, number four. I, I, I mean, it's easy coming as a Niners fan. It's I feel it's the Niners. Yeah. Uh, there's a lot of pressure on them. Right, they well, lost the season with Jimmy. That. that was biased. Extremely yeah. biased. Well, well, really, <laughs> out of the top five, I mean, this is year three. How yeah. long do coaches go? We just saw Arizona is likely going to shit can a well, coach that's he, one year in. He hasn't. Well, that's Arizona. That's different. That's a whole. It's not different. Fire. We the Niners have shit can a coach after one year. Uh, what uh, it, what's Tom Cutter? Sula? That doesn't but count. That's still one year. He should have been selling meatball subs, not coaching a team. But it's a team that's done it. After one year, uh, Kyle Shanahan is a offensive genius. Wait, whoa, whoa, whoa. you said it. three. The first one was not the Rich regime's fault for the f- 
Who, Shanahan? The sec- no, the second one was because of Chip Kelly's oh, team. Oh, Chip. Chip was the other oh, one, too. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, so they've Chip done back-to-back. Back. Kyle Shanahan has but done more all, with nothing all, than those other that, coaches. That, that team he had last year was... I like, never was, said you, that, though. If you okay. take the quarterback out, that's a one-win team last year, and they've improved from one win to four yeah, or five and, wins. And I'm somebody that doesn't believe that Kyle should even be close to being on the hot seat, but the, if out of the top five teams that are there... Arizona is gonna is likely gonna have a new coach. They're rebuilding. What are you gonna do? About Gruden's injuries? on a ten year deal, and then who else was there? The Jets are gonna have a new coach, so more patience. And what other team am I missing? That's in. Uh, can you reread the top, oh, top uh, five? Cardinals, Niners, Jets, Raiders, Bucks. Yeah, Bucks are gonna have a new coach too. Yeah. So you're gonna have yeah three new coaches, and then another coach that's on a ten year deal where he purposely blew everything up that they have to see through this rebuild. The Niners have to be the obvious pick. Oh. All right, I'm fair with that. All right, fine. and they have the cap space. Should I should I indicate more cap space for you? <laughs> more cap space talk. No, we'll save that for next week. Uh, all right, Flan, what's the what's the what's the tweets? The sound. Let's go with the reading. Uh, <laughs> I guess saying stupid things sometimes makes you stand out. Uh, what's his name tonight? That idiot's name that I can't stand. The Darren love that they knew it was him. <laughs> tweets out. The fuck does Darren Ravel know about fighting? Number one, okay, let's let's start with that. And he says uh, the UFC got destroyed tonight because Chris Cyborg lost and Amanda Nunes won, and she's not marketable at all. And fucking, you know, it's just like I, I listen. I'm pretty resilient to this dumb shit, but oh my god. Oh anyway. my god. <laughs> all right. Uh, yeah, Dana White. That's that's. Glorious, because yeah, Darren Ravel thinks he's sticking his nose and everything, and he's a, he's pretty annoying, man. He's, he's a wet blanket. <laughs> he's a wet blanket. Did you watch? Nerd. The, the, they had a they had Paul Biznat on a Biznasty. Biznasty, yeah. and he's like he's talking about Bisnat. he's talking about like I was I I like those nerdy like like the Dan Ravels. I liked him, <laughs> but then like, one of his tweets later was like I was like fuck, man, like. Dude, just shut yeah, up. Here's, here's <laughs> I, had to, I, like, I had to unfollow him. Bissonette, quite the man with words. The yeah. tweet was, between Roz, uh, Rousey and Cyborg, Nunez has single-handedly killed the most valuable woman in the sport. Big space. Brutally damaging to UFC. Big space. Nunez isn't in the same marketing ballpark as either of those two. That's after she dusted Santos. For real. I Just dusted her. Santos or Cyborg? Uh, cyborg, I mean, right, cyborg. Um, I, I agree with Dana White. Dana White's been going after some people lately. If you, if you go back and look up the sound with Dana White calling Oscar De La Hoya, Oscar De La Cokehead, that was pretty good. Uh, call him an idiot going back and forth. Dana, Dana White is not afraid to take shots. He's super thin-skinned, but in yeah. this situation, I side with Dana over Darren. Yeah, uh, what are you talking about? That was some good cards. I wanted to see that fight, regardless of who won. I wanted to see it. I missed out on it, unfortunately, because of the way scheduling worked, but I think it was a pretty successful card overall. So, Darren Ravel, shut your fucking mouth, nerd. All right. Uh, with that being said, you know, if we, Darren Ravel wanted to talk to us, I'd totally hear him out before I called him nerd again. But, yeah, just I, I'd be interested to know how he gets all his information because it, it seems like he's always got his nose digging around in the numbers. I'll have to send you – there's an ar- there's an article, like, for his Super Bowl prep from a couple of years ago. And, is like, it, is it he spends, like, a month before the Super Bowl, and he loads everything. He drafts them. And so during the game, he, he has it set and up because he knows the commercials that are coming. Jesus. And, yeah. All right, that is pretty nerdy. But that's also good for him because that's quite a quite a work ethic. But, God damn it, Darren, you're so anno- – you're, you, you, you're annoying. You're annoying. I appreciate what you do, but you're annoying. Okay, um, with that being said, let us move on. Wait, I want to make one draft, okay. present, yes, one draft presi- uh, prediction. Haskins goes one, Boza goes two. That's my prediction. And it's not that Arizona trades out of the pick. You want? You think Arizona's going to take a quarterback? No, Arizona oh, trades, trades out. out. Yeah, okay. yeah. You, you skipped over that part. Who are they trading it to? 
A uh, team with cap space? No, they're trading it to uh, <laughs> oh Giants, Jacksonville. I, I don't know. I'm not going to speculate. There's a lot of teams with I could see Jacksonville doing that and taking Haskins. Ooh. Yeah, and the, I mean, and Jacksonville, we haven't even addressed everything that's going on with Jacksonville. Ramsey might be on the outs. Oh, yeah. they, they voided Leonard Fournette's guarantees today, and so he might be traded. I have no idea what's going on. That's another dumpster. Uh, you, yeah, you got to look there. into what's going on. Jacksonville's a mess. But oh. I, I think Haskins goes one because there isn't many quarterbacks out there. I think oh. he, it's just, just the marketplace. All right. Uh, last fantasy football fanatic of the year. Mateo, give me one second. We'll get the oh, imaging God. loaded. And then we're going best of. So I, you could have one to two for each position if you want. But, oh, I yeah. Need, but uh, yeah, hold on. Let's get the imaging going real quick. All right, last fantasy football fanatic of the year. Uh, Mateo, again, best overall performance of the year at each position. We'll start with quarterback, running back, wide receiver, tight ends, defensive special teams, and then kicker. Although this cohort sports report league does do a defensive player, I will not put that pressure on you because not every league does that. So let's go. Who was the best uh, performance of the year at quarterback? Mahomes. He had fifty touchdown, over 50 touchdowns Mahomes. this year. And, and considering where you drafted him, too. If you stacked your team correctly, you probably just ripped through your league. Can we throw Breezes in there, too? Because what do you have, what, two interceptions or three interceptions yeah, all year? Yeah, but, God, he killed teams the end of the year, though. Yeah, that's I true. I mean, I love, I love he Drew. He did fall up short when you needed him most. Yeah, right. You know, actually, Roethlisberger. Roethlisberger, for the, Also, okay. just in the same thing on Mahomes, I'm not sure where he's going to finish, but at the time, uh, going into the finals, he was the number two overall fantasy quarterback. So, Flan, do you, th do you agree with Mahomes and Big Ben being top performers? He's shaking his head. Yes. All right, man, a few words right now. All right, best running backs of the year. Uh, PPR, Barkley. Barkley. I mean, Jesus. All right. With Beckham out, he just soaked up targets. And Christian McCaffrey. Mm, McCaffrey, CMC. the same thing. Yeah. Where do you guys draft McCaffrey next year? I always try to get McCaffrey within the first three rounds. I, I Well, I mean, always. I, the two years that I that he's been available, I drafted him in the third round overall the first, in his rookie year. Mm -hmm. And then la this year, past year, he went early in the CSR league. I got pissed because I wanted him. Is he a top five pick? No. no. Top five running back, yes. Not top five pick on the board, though. I will say that. He's top five this year was like was uh No, he's talking about next year. Is he oh, gonna be a top, oh, yeah, next gonna year, be top yeah. five he, pick next you, year? Do you think a top five pick? No, because uh -huh. he's not a Le'Veon, he's not a he's not a girly, but at the same and then there's better wide receivers out there. So I th I would say he's definitely he's a top ten he could be a top ten pick, but he's definitely a top five running back. Well and also with how Mahomes did this year, he's probably gonna be a top five Mahomes. God, you think no, five, you think people have reached that high for Mahomes? It's quarterback people. Wow. I mean, look at where Rogers and Wilson and a lot of the name value guys go. If people in the sixth or seventh round, that's usually when I go for a quarterback. I don't know. In a lot of leagues, I see they still, even though there's a lot of people, if fantasy experts that say wait on drafting a quarterback, I still every year I see Breeze go in round three, Rogers go in round three, and you just never get your. Value I got back. Big Ben and Rivers both in like rounds ten and eleven. Yeah, in my, in the I, draft. It was I got late. my kicker before I got Roethlisberger. Yeah, Roethlisberger was incredible this year. All right, couple wide receivers that stood out this year. Uh, Julio, just because he finally scored touchdowns. Julio! Yeah, Julio was awesome. DeAndre Hopkins reestablished himself as a number one. D-Hop. I didn't like the whole him saying that he's the best in the league. Get the hell out of here. Did Antonio Brown die? Okay, and that's my biased fan opinion. But Is I know Antonio Brown the fact. best receiver on the Steelers? I The best receiver on the Steelers is one of the best receivers in the league. Don't even get me started on that. I think Juju might have You know what the thing him. is? It's like, it's like uh, jump shoes in the NBA where you talk about Clay and Steph. It's like, you know what? Just throw them both up there. A.B. Juju, but I still think A.B.'s the OG. I think he's got him. You guys could get a second for A.B. Yeah, well, I, I do not want that to happen. I want to hold on to that offensive asset. All right, uh, another wide receiver. Are we going to leave A.B. off this list? Oh, but he was injured. Okay. He's, he's slowing down. I That's love A.B. I mean, and Julio took a lot of the targets away from him. Yeah, or you mean Juju? I mean, yeah, Juju. It's Juju, the Jays. Yeah, the Jays. Um, I mean, Antonio's, I mean, he's going to push for it. So do we throw Juju up there then? 
Uh, it's tempting. It's really tempting. I mean, the the way he finished. We got Julio and D-Hop. I, think th- I feel like there should be one more. I mean, Tyreek is definitely in there. Okay. I mean, Odell. I'm, I've got the softest spot for Odell. I, yeah, I mean, if, yeah. and especially if the Giants get Haskins. Yeah. All right. Uh, top performing tight ends. Uh, George Kittle. George Kittle. Yeah, that was, we'll that just was something leave it, else Yeah, we'll year. just leave it at George Kittle. Okay, no, Congrats, other, no other tight ends. I mean, uh, Ertz, Kelsey, Gronk, blah, blah, blah. But, yeah, George Kittle. Gronk, he no set way. The record. He kind of fell off towards the end of the year. Yeah, he did, hurt. but. Yeah. Um, yeah, George Kittle. Okay. That's I'm going to throw Kelsey all. up there, too, just for shits and gigs. Okay, so I mean, Kittle he finished se- he what? He finished with the second greatest tight end receiving year the, uh, in terms of yardage for uh, Kelsey, too. Yeah. Yeah. All right, defensive special teams. Who are the defenses that you wanted this year? I, uh, I, Baltimore. I just, yeah, ball, yeah, Baltimore. Oh, God, it was just an ugly year for defenses. I think Flan had the best defensive story for what you had with Philadelphia. Yeah. I think that summed it up. Uh, yes, yeah, stream defenses next year. Don't even draft one. Just <laughs> just week to week. I'm, yeah, yeah, that's all I would do. Just play matchups week to week with your defenses. All right, and then kickers. Uh, I, wasn't, I wasn't prepared. Uh, Greg the leg <coughs> was consistent. Zerline? Yeah. Don't draft Harrison Buckter. Jesus, Legatron. they score too many touchdowns. Yeah. Yeah, uh, I like the Texans kicker too. Will Lutz from uh, New Orleans. Yeah, because of how many points they're scoring? Yeah, he's good. Justin Tucker. I mean, Texas with the, with the way their offense is going. All right. Uh, get rid of the kicker position. Play <laughs> with two quarterbacks. Kicker position's too random. All right, and that will do it for the fantasy football fanatic for this year, Mateo. That was a great um, segment that we added on towards the end of the year. There, I'm gonna miss it. I'm not gonna lie, especially the whole "What's your fantasy uh, betting?" That was so appropriately picked for it. So, Flan, how would you rate your fantasy year on a scale of one to ten? Shit. All right, that was not a number, but thank you. <laughs> Literally in our in our CSR <laughs> so league, so a two, a dude. Our CSR league, my Garoppolo went out. Uh huh. And you, you reached high for Garoppolo. McKinnon, too. McKinnon out. Yep, you reached high for McKinnon I too. McKinnon in the first. All your Delaney, top, Delaney all Walker <laughs> out. <laughs> all your top picks dropped like flies. Kareem Hunt out. Uh, my oh, last. Well, that was obvious. That was different. My yeah. first playoff game, Odell Beckham out. <laughs> no. Uh, and then I had another league where I had Kittle and Kelsey, but I couldn't figure out my. Could I, but then I drafted Aaron Rodgers, and the dude just laid an absolute bombshell this year for me. That Yahoo team uh, that I picked on here with uh, you and John that one episode, that Yahoo team finished four and eight. So yeah, I had a really crappy year this year. For very fantasy. good year for fantasy. Uh, and then I got bounced in the semifinals of the CSR league. So Mateo, I did not think by the way I reached high for McKinnon. Where what? did you get him? Oh, you didn't. I think it was like fourth round. Yeah, that's where I dropped him. I oh, thought for P- wow. if, it's P- if it's PPR, I thought that was perfect. Well, yeah, the CSR league will be making a switch to PPR next Thank year. So, okay. okay, just a heads up. Um, and then we'll reevaluate the defensive scoring there too. So Mateo, decimals, right? Decimals. Yes, we'll go Thank decimals. That way you can lose by a tenth of a point and freak out next year. I can't wait for that. <laughs> can't wait to get that text. Your scoring is bullshit this year. It's like, well, I switched to PPR because that's what the people wanted, and I'm I'm an emperor of the or excuse me, commissioner of the people. <laughs> commissioner of the people. I think they should just name it. They should name all, rename all commissioners emperors. Um, we should petition for that to happen. Mateo, before you joined the CSR league next year, how did you feel about the leagues that you were in this year? Uh, I, I had two 11 and two teams. Won the title. I won. I played oh, five leagues. Oh, look at this, Mr. Hotshot yeah, over here. I won here. three, three uh, championships. My work league was the one that I really want the win since I see them every day. Um, but I lost my two big money leagues, so I'm pretty much even. So not a good fantasy year. Again, congrats again to Bobo, the CSR champion, the inaugural CSR champion. I do want to call. I'm going to throw him under the bus though because. Every week I watch this guy. I wake up at night, you know, I would wake up at like 8:39 and I go on Twitter, you know, kind of waste some time before you get out of bed and turn on Red Zone, get your day ready. 
uh, you know, have some breakfast, maybe take a shower. Some There were some Sundays where I did not shower until before the Sunday night game because I just got sucked into red zone, mm-hmm. so that was kind of gross. Not afraid. Not Actually, I know it was gross, but I'm not afraid to admit it because I liked watching football that much. Um, but, yeah, he was on Twitter asking all the Yahoo experts and all the ESPN experts, do I start him or sit him? Start him or sit him? Like, granted, he made a couple, He made all the moves to get the guys, but when it came time to set his lineup on Sundays, I almost want to send the portion of his winnings to Matthew Barry, the folks at ESPN, <laughs> and also all the guys at uh, Yahoo Fantasy. <coughs> Flan, I don't know if you follow him on Twitter, but that was, that was ridiculous, man. I wake up every Sunday and see that shit. Like, oh, my God. But congratulations to you, Bubbo on your fantasy football championship. Nobody cares. <laughs> but with that being said, all right, uh, we got one more segment left. Flan, have you been looking up? You've been pretty quiet uh, a little bit lately here. Have you been looking up stuff for the pop, pop culture segment? Yeah, you're good? You're good, Mateo. I'm sure you'll have some stuff here. Let's cue that music now. Are you, are you stupid? It just doesn't matter. It just doesn't matter. I tell you, it just doesn't matter. It just doesn't matter, but we're still going to talk about it anyway. Why? Well, because it's in the news. All right, Flan, we'll kick this off to you. Uh, we'll start it. What do you have for the pop culture update? Uh, there was a big announcement this past week. Uh, Miley Cyrus and Liam Hensworth got married. Big big news. Big news in the entertainment world. Non-fair. And also, by the way, Miley Cyrus is back to looking very, very good looking again. She's she got- hot. She's hot. She's back to being hot, which I liked a and lot. And she has music, too, right? I heard her. Uh, doesn't matter. I was doesn't like, matter. Back. I couldn't tell you about that. I, I, just heard, I heard that she had music, and I was like, oh, wow, she's relevant. She should pursue modeling. I'm going to say it. She's back. Uh, she's hot. Give her she's a modeling gig. I'm she's, done she's I don't need that. any she's more Miley with, music. She's done with that short hair crap she was pulling that for a while That cast speak chair manager cut? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> All right. Uh, anything else on the pop culture update? Because I don't, don't really have much for the Miley Cyrus thing. I'm sorry. Oh, yikes. Um... Let's see. Did we did we cover the offset thing two weeks ago? Yes, we did. Oh. We talked about we talked um, about the offset. Nah, I'm, I'm good. That's the, that's the biggest news in the entertainment world I saw. Oh, and the uh, Kardashian Christmas card came out. Oh, oh nice. yeah, <laughs> I like that. Slide yeah, yeah, the Kardashians. Oh yeah, yeah. Oh, hot. Fantasy number one for the pop culture. Oh. Yeah. Damn it. Another mention. <sighs> Damn all of them. All right, uh, Mateo, do you have anything? They for are the pop invited to a party in my pants. Have you guys seen <laughs> Bird Box? No, but I heard. I've heard. Okay, so here's what I heard. It's a good movie up until the ending, and I've, I've yet to see it. But we're gonna. My girlfriend I, and I agree I that we're gonna only, watch it soon. I only saw the ending. Yeah, that's really weird. <laughs> okay. Yeah. So it says the, the Netflix account they wanted the flex. They had 45 million views in the in the first seven days. It's their biggest opening for a Netflix film. I've just seen a million different YouTube video pop uh, pop up of people with their conspiracy theories. I, I went on Wikipedia just to read it because I'm not going to sit down. Yeah, what they it. say they have how many how many million streams? Forty five million. Forty five million well, streams, the, and they did that all from twenty accounts. Yeah, I think that's the most <laughs> impressive part because I could tell you right now I got my I got a joke written about this for when I do stand up because that's part of my my New Year's resolution. It was a New Year's resolution last year, but I'm actually going to act upon it uh. this year because that's how it works. So I got to try it. I'm going to make sure I try a stand up at an open mic and see if I bomb. I'm going to bomb terribly, but that was part of the joke, and it's uh. I'm not giving away the punchline, but because it, it's just an element of it. But yeah, I got my, I got my, myself, my sister, my parents, and my girlfriend all on my Netflix account. So if Bird Box is getting watched, I mean, I guess they're just counting how many times it gets watched. Mm-hmm. So that's, so I guess it's funny. They look at those 20 accounts that, that are active and they go, "Wow, 45 million streams, a bunch of they watch. They really must love this movie." <laughs> like, 
Uh, it's it's going to be a lot better on stage, I promise. Um, you got some time to work it. <laughs> Good attempt, though. Yeah. What it, so, yeah, what do you think about the conspiracy theories with it? Don't spoil it for me, but what's up with it? I just, I can't believe there's this many things for a movie like this. That's all. I mean, it's, it's we're in this era where everybody has to come up with conspiracy theories for different things, but there's one that, th- on this is race, this is a movie about racism, this is about technology, this is a monster movie, this is... I don't know. Interesting. All right. So you'll you'll get to see it. I'm sure next week you'll give oh. us your bird box review. Also, uh, if you, I don't know if this is pop culture or not, but um, I saw a CNN video that witches are offended when Donald Trump uses the word witch hunt. Witches are offended. Oh, really? Because I guess there's people that consider themselves witches, and I did not know that was a thing. Wonder how many cats they own. <laughs> <laughs> I just want to throw that out there. All right. Uh, so my two contributions to the pop culture. Update. I'm gonna have to. Uh, I'm gonna have to pull, hold this up to the mic. So Max Kellerman of First Take fame. I guess there's a video that has surfaced where it looks very oh, eerily yes. similar of a young Max Kellerman. This is from uh, Barstool Sports, and it just says Max Kellerman was a rapper. So here, take a listen to what Max Kellerman spitting. That is definitely Max Kellerman just yeah. from the amount of boxing references that were dropped in that verse. I will say that right now. It's just a young Don't Max Kellerman. <laughs> a young Max <laughs> Kellerman from New York out there spitting. Uh, that was impressive. I hope that gets brought up on the next next time First Take is live. I hope Stephen A. Smith mentioned something about that it. But funny. Yeah, I mean, because that's actually it. I mean, we hear a lot of shitty rap, and uh, that was actually not too bad, that's especially considering solid. back it was back in the 90s. You know, uh, Another one I have... Is Sesame Street? Uh, it's Grover from Sesame Street. There's a video that has popped up, and I want you guys to listen to this. Oh, the effort. Because yeah, thank you for spoiling it. Yep. But it just uh, this Spoilers. guy. This guy tweeted it out. It says the new Yanny vs. Laurel because we already had that with the Trump. I'll play that one for you, Mateo. If you missed that one, that one's a good one. Is he saying beans or billions? <laughs> um, some people swear they've heard Grover saying that's a fucking excellent idea. Let's see if you can hear spot the f bomb. Okay, hold on. Here we go. Holy Grover shit. definitely says the F word. Yeah. Yeah, that's a fucking excellent <laughs> idea. What are you doing, Sesame Street? You're letting it slip. That guy must have been drinking way too much earlier. <coughs> what do you guys think? Uh, would you watch Sesame Street if they start? Would you watch Sesame Street again if they started keeping it extra real? Oh, like I'd get hammered and watch it. I think it'd be hilarious if I got hammered and watched it. I thought was funny was I saw I saw a article not too long ago, or a headline of an article about a week and a half ago that said that. Uh, that they're going to be introduced. Sesame Street's going to be introducing its first homeless oh, character. Yeah. I freaked out. I was like, "Bitch, Oscar the Grouch lives in a fucking trash can." Well, I okay? kept. I kept. So this Dave is the Chappelle question. Dave had a joke about that. Is that a home? You live in a trash can. Yeah, that was like my whole thing. I was trying to figure out. I was like, "Well, if he considers it his home, I mean, it is a trash can. But if he considers it a home, is it really? I don't know. I kept going back and forth on that one. It's. Uh, I don't, man." It just, I was, I was irked by it. It really bothered me. All right, I am trying to find this uh, Trump video for you, Mateo, but I've been pretty active on the Twitter machine lately, so, and it's from a while ago. Flan, do you remember that video that I showed you? I do. Yeah. Want to filibuster for me? Anything on your mind? Anything that you want to see happen in the pop culture world, Flan? Uh, so into the yes, mic. Into yes. the mic. Actually, sir. we got a uh, 
I think on Wednesday they're going to announce the Coachella lineup. I'd like Travis Scott to be there Ooh. on it. Okay. All right. Well, thank you. That's all just enough time. Uh, Mateo, what do you hear Trump saying? Beans or billions? That presidential chili is going to be so good. Uh, I hear fucking. Yeah. <laughs> no, I, I heard beans right at the start, and then it turned into billions, and then it sped back up to beans. Yeah, it's it's interesting. It just depends on where he is, what part of the country, what demographic he's appealing to. <laughs> Am I talking to the rich? I'll say billions. If I'm talking to the poor, we'll talk about beans. Beans for everybody. Uh, so, yes, that is... Uh, just funny little things. I thought that was so ridiculous that with Grover. That's so unnecessary. All right. Uh, that is the show. The last show of 2018. Been a hell of a ride. 53 episodes. Uh, we'll try and double that output next year. You know, see if it's if we're committed. Hopefully, you know, I'm pretty mixed about the podcast and what I want it from the future as far. We'll talk about resolutions on the next show. And then when you're back mm -hmm. on next Sunday, we'll talk about yours. But um, I'm pretty mixed because obviously, you know, like I want to keep doing it, but I also want to advance in my uh, professional career, so there might be some there. There might be different variations of how we get the podcast to come across. Obviously, nothing's gonna happen coming down the pike because I just don't move that fast. So don't worry, the podcast is here for the near future. I'm just saying, a year from now, uh, I have no idea where this thing's gonna go or what's gonna happen, but I'm looking forward to it. And I thank you guys for being a part of it for the 2018 chapter. As yeah, we move forward to the 2019 yeah, chapter. Yeah, it was kind of a cool way to finish uh, the second part of 2018 was being able to hop on here and, yeah. and say yeah. that we get to do this. It's really neat. Well, you know, so I appreciate that. It was actually one of the few resolutions that I hopped on from last year. As I said, I wanted to start a podcast. I felt like I was one of those white people who had an opinion that needed to be shared even though you didn't want to hear it, you know. Uh, but I did it anyway, and I made sure it was in the sports platform. And it started off completely way too sporty, and then we've kind of shifted away. And it's been interesting to see it grow. But, yes, looking forward to it in 2019. Uh, do you guys have anything else to sign off with, drop for, what are you guys doing for New Year's? I think I'm getting Chinese food tomorrow with the family. Nice. That's what we're going to do. And my girlfriend, she's going to come along. Uh, I think I'm getting Mexican food and that's about it. You guys going to stay up to watch the ball drop? Yeah, I got to stay up to, I work tomorrow. I'll probably stay up to midnight, go immediately to sleep after, and then wake up and sell more champagne in the morning. <laughs> oh, okay. Uh, yeah. Living, living champagne like a That's a professional puke yeah. rally there. Okay. I like that. So yeah, you're going to make a Mexican food, huh? Just eat Chinese, food. and you're gonna stay up till midnight. I don't, I don't watch the ball drop, man. I maybe see it at nine. I'll see it like you know somebody drop it on a uh, on their Instagram or you know Twitter, and I'll just be like, okay, I saw the ball drop. See ya. I'm just I happy to make it like healthy. Last year I was completely sick and I passed out at like oh. nine. It Are was you guys awful. gonna be? Well, Flan, you've been going to the gym anyway. I need to get back in because it's been about two weeks since I stopped working out. I really dove full into the holidays. Uh, Mateo, are you gonna be one of those people that hops on everybody else and goes January second right to the gym? No, I did it right after Thanksgiving. I've been in every oh, week. Okay. Which is, okay. Yeah. So I can I can jump on and be like making fun of the people that's that are good, showing that's up. Good, that's the yeah. reason I did it. So <laughs> you then, got a and four then week head start on them. Yeah. No, I'm that's gonna be on six my week. list. Oh yeah, six, huh? Because there's yeah. the extra week. Oh god, yeah. fuck me. Yeah. Good, good old shout out to the Y gym. Okay. Nice. Yeah, where you have the deadlift with mats. We'll see. I got all this shit here in my garage, but you know, we'll see if I want to venture over to 24 again. Flan, if I go weightlifting with you, we got hoop after. That's my condition. We got we got to throw it down on the courts. Sure. Yeah. All right. So that will do it for us. We will see you in 2019. I'm I'm not gonna make that stupid see you next year joke. It's stupid. If you know anybody else that makes that joke, just I'm not saying see hit them. See you next year. All the They're gains dumb. in 2019. They're dumb. Um, yeah, we hope we wish for you a very uh, year of the core. Okay, well we hope that you get you get your new year off to the right start because we'll we'll be checking when we'll be checking back in with you on January second. Jeez, I need another shot. All right, uh, to the haters and losers of which there are many. Go fuck yourself. Until next time. Deuces. See you next year.
For the longest, let's smoke clear, but you know my tree be the strongest. My branches got banks, I'ma be here the longest. I dare you, little bitch, cannot be on no boss shit. Young nigga shit, I'ma get ridiculed for dumb shit. Don't rain in California, but my niggas ready to dump shit. I don't like no fake big, but you back on like school lunches. I eat beats, you eat ass, nigga, like num num, that scrumptious. Don't like no fake niggas, wanna collab for the clout, but I know you niggas already know what I'm about. But I've been bossing since a jitty, and we litty at the house. Niggas claim it away, but use waste for they routes, nigga. Feel the Oh, 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 oh,